This last Sunday, my pastor gave a teaching on the nature of sacrifice in salvation history. The following is my summary from my notes. There were no sacrifices before the fall. The fall, of course, is that great mortal sin, that great sacrilege against God by our first parents, that is communion with Satan. The knowledge of good and evil, that was the name of the fruit they consumed. They entered into communion with the evil one. After the fall, sacrifice becomes necessary because it is an offering for, uh, to reconcile with God, to make atonement for sin, to please God, and to repent from sin. Cain and Abel are the first that we see on the scene. Cain offers fruit from the fields, not the finest, and perhaps what was in his heart, which was half-heartedness and envy for his brother, Abel, who offered the finest of his gifts, that is, the greatest lamb he had. This is implicit Christianity. It points to the coming of Jesus thousands of years later. That lamb is the best that Abel had. Why did he offer that? Because, in a way, it was in his own place. In other words, what I offer you, Lord, it should be me. Cain, in his jealousy, sees this, and instead of offering himself to God and becoming wholehearted, he sides with the evil one and kills his brother Abel, perhaps his offering to the evil one. Later on, we see Noah, of course, in the great flood, who offers sacrifice after the flood. When they emerge from the ark, which is an image of the church, he uh, offers the sacrifice. You'll notice that this is a remnant that emerges from the ark. Four couples, four people <clears throat> in uh, bond with each other in matrimony or marriage, natural marriage. Later we see Abraham. Abraham is the father of Isaac and God asks or actually requests of Abraham his only begotten son, Isaac. This is a sign points again to Jesus Christ. Abraham believed God would raise Isaac from the dead. He obeyed God in faith. And as he got to the top of the Mount Moriah, which is the future Temple Mount in Jerusalem, and he proceeds to obey God, God calls out to him and reveals to him the test that he has been under. And of course, he's filled with great joy. And what does he do but offer a ram there from the thorns, another sign of Jesus, from the wood that was carried on the back of Isaac to the top of that hill, another sign of Jesus carrying the cross. So sacrifice is a big part of who we are and where we've come from. Of course, there's Jacob, then Joseph, and then there's the slavery in Egypt and Moses delivering the people from Egypt and leading them to the mount, the base of the Mount Sinai, where Moses confronts idolatry, where they are offering sacrifices to a false idol. The Jews were addicted to the idolatry of Egypt, and God brought them into the desert to worship him and to deliver them from this sin 
which bound them into darkness. And so when Moses comes down the hill and sees that they have continued in this, he destroys their idol by throwing the commandments of God at their idol to show that God's offense, this greatly offends God. And the offenders are all slown. They, uh, and this is where we lost this sense of fathers being the head of the house, the head, the head priest in the home. They were the ones to offer the sacrifices, but not anymore. Because after this, the Levites became the tribe of priests. Remember that the blood that was put on the doors in Egypt was from a lamb that they slaughtered and it was in the form of a cross. Perhaps that blood on that door is believed to be in the form of a cross. Eventually, of course, they wander in the desert and uh, they end, they get, uh, they're about to enter the promised land, but before that, Joshua uh, is given the ark. Um, Moses and, and they wander in the desert with the ark, which is a throne, a throne. And David brings it, the ark, into Jerusalem, and he builds the temple to house the ark. Eventually, the kingdom of the Israelites is split into two because of Solomon's, idol, Solomon's idolatry. Solomon is the son of David. He's skipping over a lot of history here, but this splits the kingdom due to idolatry. And the priesthood becomes corrupt. And then it becomes thoroughly corrupt by the time Jesus arrives. Now Jesus is the one who will call out this corrupt priesthood. And he will then reveal himself eventually to be God in the flesh who will become the sacrifice. And of course, he will be sacrificed by the elder brother. And, uh, and so his sacrifice is the fulfillment of all the sacrifices of the Old Testament. Here ends my notes. Hello, this is Justin Stroh. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. If you'd like to be in contact, email me at justin at justinandlinette.com. And that is the website as well. So go to justinandlinette.com forward slash Ave for more information.